0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Bay
1: Area, it's time for Bay Area Business Radio. Now, here's your host, Lee Cantor here, another episode of Bay Area Business Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today, we have with us Amber Center with Breeze Distro. But before we get started, it's important to uh, thank our ambassador, Leah Davis, So thank you, Leah, for sponsoring the show today. Amber, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Now, before we get too far into things, tell us about Breeze Distro. How are you serving folks?
0: Yeah, sure. So we are a uh, cannabis, uh, uh, a licensed cannabis manufacturer as well as distributor. Uh, We make uh, cannabis-infused products and we distribute them across the state of California. So, uh, how'd you get in this line of work? Oh, you know, um, let's see. Interesting kind of way that I got in, um, which is, I guess the story for a lot of, uh, entrepreneurs in cannabis. Um, I suffer from lupus and, um, really looking for, uh, or looking and using cannabis as medicine. And, um, really just um, fascinated with the plant itself and uh, the new burgeoning growing industry and uh, decided that I wanted to make cannabis products that uh, that I found really useful for me and uh, wanted to make those available to others and um, that's really what got me very interested uh, in cannabis and in the industry.
1: Now, um, when cannabis became legal, there was kind of a land grab and there was a lot of people that were trying to get in this business by, you know, any means necessary. Everybody thought they were kind of attracted to it. What kind of helped you launch and kind of stay in it?
0: Yeah, I would I would definitely say that that's still the case.
1: <laughs> people are still
0: uh, desperately trying to get into the industry. Um, uh, so what... What? Uh, how did I get in? Is uh, yeah, like um, what?
1: What kind of you were able to kind of get in there? Number one, which not everybody is able to get in there, and number two, you've yeah. been able to have kind of a thriving business. So I was just wondering what how you separated yourself from everybody else.
0: Oh yeah, sure. So um, I really worked at um, building my network. I, I would say that was that was one of the key maybe differentiators between me and some of the other, uh, some of the other cannabis entrepreneurs out there. Um, It's definitely really, uh, really important to build your network and build up a, um, um, a Rolodex of people that can, that can help you. And uh, also of course, how you can um, figure out ways in which you can help them. So um, I was able to um, really Um, Work with some really influential people in the industry and uh, they've been able to connect me with different folks. And um, that's really, I would say the basis of my success has definitely been my network and and my ability and also um, uh, being open to helping other people succeed as well.
1: Now, when you got into this space, were you surprised by the lack of diversity? Oh, Not really, because there, there there are no
0: industries that are really diverse, you know. So not surprised at all. Um, disappointed, sure, but not surprised. Um, but that also helped um, me with my mission to um, help make the cannabis industry more diverse because of the uh, uh, really, uh, you know, how cannabis has come to be. Um, and the drug war and implications behind it, the, the, uh, the, the uh, I guess, how do I phrase this, the plight that uh, black and brown communities have um, had to endure because of um, the laws surrounding cannabis. And now that it's legal, you know, it, it, it should be the most diverse industry of all. And if it's not so, um, and looking at that, um, that's definitely um, um, really been a focus of mine is figuring out how to make the industry more diverse because of uh, its its past.
1: And then that's not something you're just giving lip service to. You founded the Supernova Women uh, organization. Can you talk about that and how uh, you're leveraging that organization to empower more people of color to get involved?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Supernova Women was uh, is a nonprofit, five hundred one c three nonprofit organization. We were founded in twenty fifteen uh, by a group of Black and Brown women, and our mission is to empower um, Black and Brown and uh, underrepresented communities to uh, become self sufficient shareholders in the cannabis industry. Uh, we also work to really just create opportunities for these uh, communities. So we do that through education, advocacy, and network building because those are really the cornerstones of uh, of um, what is gonna help make uh, our communities successful in cannabis. So, um, you know we've done a number of things. Uh, we've worked with the city of Oakland to uh, create and implement the first social equity program in the country, which is now uh, uh, really kind of um, a movement that has moved across the United States and um, most uh, most municipalities, most states that are legalizing cannabis have some sort of social equity component to it and that's really awesome because that was birthed right here in the bay right? in Oakland. And, um, so we've done a lot of work on the advocacy side, uh, on social equity. Uh, we've, um, done a lot of training and, uh, education. We, we've launched the first, uh, workforce development program, uh, for cannabis in the country, uh, from, uh, grant funds from the state and from the city of Oakland. And, um, we're just constantly working to uh, lower barriers of entry for for our communities and uh, in as many ways as we possibly can.
1: So now, do you have any advice for somebody maybe in a market where cannabis is just opening up and they want to kind of hit the ground running? And then maybe you can help them flatten some of the learning curve on how to launch in a market.
0: Uh, yeah, it's really. Um, the keys to launching is having a strong uh, like I mentioned before, a strong network is really going to be the basis of your success. Um, and, you know, finding great mentors, finding uh, finding uh, uh, people that you can talk to, uh, colleagues that you can share information with will really help you avoid a lot of pitfalls. And can also help you um, meet people that can help you grow and get to the next level and where you need to be. So um, I would strongly encourage um, folks to network and um, uh, find uh, strategic partnerships that will help them uh, grow their business.
1: Now, uh, what about like for you, you you decided to get involved with a nonprofit while running a for profit, which I would imagine that's a lot of you got a lot of uh, activity. There's probably never a dull moment in Amber's life. Um, is, <laughs> is, is there a strategic advantage of having a nonprofit kind of alongside of for profit? was that a, a strategic business decision? Um, you know, um, my
0: nonprofit and what we fight for and, and what we're, um, what our mission is, is it's really breaking down barriers. And I saw it as a way to be an entrepreneur as well as an advocate. Um, which I think is, uh, what most successful entrepreneurs are, especially in a, in a a new industry, you know, it's not every day that there's a new burgeoning industry that's happening. And, um, often with these new industries, they're creating these laws or creating regulations and someone's got to speak up and, um, and make sure that it works for uh, the greater good. And, um, I found that in advocating for my community, I'm also advocating for myself and, and helping, uh, help, you know, these laws help me. They help me in my business and they help me operate uh, from easier regulations to lower tax rates. So um, I see it as a, as a strategic move. Um, not only am I uh, doing this service to the community, but I'm also at the end um, helping my bottom line in my business.
1: Now, have you had the opportunity to see kind of the fruits of your labor in terms of seeing, um, you know, because you're working with these kind of emerging brands, and have you seen uh, a person of color kind of graduate and start their own uh, entity on their own?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we've helped quite a few people through the Supernova, um, um, uh, helping folks get their license, helping, fo- and really just watching them grow over the years you know, um, from going from a place where they uh, they didn't know anyone, they were coming to our events because they were trying to meet other people to having met people and now growing their brands and seeing their products on shelves. Um, it, it's happened a lot. And it's been really awesome to see over the course of the six years that our um, nonprofit's been um, in business. And, um, you know, having... having uh part being a part of that helping someone start a business and watching it scale across uh, uh California has been a really rewarding and exciting experience and you know that that just shows us that um what we're doing is is working and, and it's helpful and um, we're staying true to our mission which is um obviously very rewarding but um you know that that's that's what helps our nonprofit grow is it's helping other
1: people grow. And the ripples are real. I mean, the effect you're having when uh, one of those entrepreneurs is successful not only impacts them individually, but it affects the family, the community. It, help, it helps everybody around them. So it's important work. Now, as a social entrepreneur, what's more rewarding for you when one of your kind of protégés goes out and uh, is successful? Or are you having another record month at Breeze?
0: Uh, you know, uh it's really some of both, you know, um, it's obviously, it's great to see, um, entrepreneurs doing great. Um, it's great for me to be doing great. And, um, I definitely feel like, um, you know, uh, um, when, um, when, when we get one win, we all win, you know? So I've always make it a point, you know, as, as my business becomes more successful, and um, I get better. Um, my infrastructure grows. I, I always um, make sure that I'm also helping and, and never uh, turning my back on my community. I'm always turning around and offering a hand. So, you know, uh, when I see success, my com- my community also sees success, and I, I make sure that um, that 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 continues.
1: So now uh, you've had these leadership roles in a variety of uh, endeavors. Um, I think we've talked a little bit around it. I don't know if we ne- mentioned it by name, but the Equity Works Incubator, um, is that a kind of, that's part of this whole gumbo that you have going on, right?
0: Yeah, it is. Um, so we, uh, my company, Breeze Distro, uh, we're a contractor for the city of Oakland, and uh, the city has hired us to... Um, operate and manage a shared manufacturing facility for uh, these underrepresented uh, entrepreneurs. So they come into our facility. Uh, we have six folks, and they come in and we help them make uh, infused cannabis products, and then we help facilitate the sale um, to distributor. Uh, I'm sorry, to retailers throughout the state of California. So we're helping them on a number of things. We're helping them come up with their formulations. Uh, We're helping them with the packaging. Um, We're helping them, um, you know, just really analyze data, making sure that they're creating products that are making sense for the market. And then we're also being the connector as far as um, getting into those uh, retailers, especially the bigger ones uh, around California. And uh, that's, really a pain point for many of these entrepreneurs is, uh, having the connections to be able to, uh, get on to the much larger retailers like, uh, Harborside here in Oakland. So, um, it, it also, uh, you know, what I'm saying ends up going back to what I keep, uh, mentioning over and over again, which is the network, which is really important in cannabis, uh, as any other industry, but, uh, can be uh, a really uh, make or break your business.
1: Now, you mentioned the importance of a network and being plugged in and really serving uh, the community and kind of the ecosystem that you're part of. How have you found um, kind of the spirits of the younger folks that you're working with? Are they kind of excited about taking this entrepreneurial leap or is this something that they would rather get a job And just kind of work for somebody and not worry about all the stuff being an entrepreneur entails. Like what, what's your take on the next generation of entrepreneurs?
0: You know, I feel like I'm, I'm sitting in a place where I can see uh, two uh, different groups. You know, we have the workforce development group, which is folks that are workers that are being trained to um, learn uh, basically a manufacturing and compliance career in cannabis and then I'm working with uh, entrepreneurs that are um, all working on building their businesses of being manufacturers in cannabis. And I would say that everyone is very motivated to uh, own their own business, even in the workforce uh, training program. You know, they, um, they, they've they taken on the, the workforce training role because they want to learn how to um run a manufacturing facility and then eventually own their own. So um, I feel like uh, lots of folks uh, are very motivated in um, uh, running their own uh, companies, which is great, because uh, in turn, then they can turn around and create opportunities for for their communities as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's what we need more of, is more people who have that entrepreneurial spirit that want to kind of... Change the status quo and make their mark, and uh, anybody that helps them do that is extremely vital to helping them succeed because it is a, a risky venture. Very much so, risky, lots of pitfalls,
0: expensive, but uh, but a fun industry nonetheless.
1: Right, and the uh, and the impact you can make is, I believe, much greater for most people uh, by running their own. Business and uh, and understanding what that takes to do that; those skills are transferable. Even if at some point they decide to get a job down the road, being a, an entrepreneur uh, is a good experience for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So now, if somebody wants to learn more uh, about what you are up to, whether it's at Equity Works or Supernova Women or um, just Breeze Distro, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Is there a website?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, there's, uh, for Breeze Distro, it's breezedistro.com. Uh, you can find out more information um, about Equity Works as well as what Breeze Distro is up to um, on our website at Breeze. Uh, you can also find out what's happening with Supernova through supernovawomen.com. We also have a very active social media platform. You can check out our Instagram at uh, supernova Women.
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today, Amber. You're doing important work and we appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Lee. Really appreciate
1: it. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Bay Area Business Radio.